0: Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here with Tanner Jones. We're going to talk about getting off the treadmill, and that was an idea Tanner had that I'm going to run. I am going to. I don't know if I'm going to run with it on the treadmill or walk with it on the trail, but I'm going to get off the treadmill at the end of 15 minutes, as is my custom. But that has interesting implications. It's not the end of the world. It might even be something healthy. So Tanner and I will bat that around. But first, thanks sponsors, Top Spinini Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins Scott Auctions, Mike's Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards com and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Tanner, welcome to the show. And let me say this. I'm not sure... Any of my sponsors are gonna like this topic of getting off the treadmill, but sometimes it's the right thing to do. So welcome, Tanner. And what's your perspective?
1: Hi. Well, thank you very much as always for having me. I, I agree with you. I think that a lot of your sponsors will say, No, 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 we want everybody to stay on that treadmill and keep buying and buying and buying. In the long run, I do think it will be for the best because we won't have people burn out and leave the hobby. So, short term, maybe not the greatest for them, long-term, absolutely the greatest for them. So, and this this whole conversation was really sparked by somebody that came up to me. I have questions, you know, coming into me every single day and about the hobby, especially. And so this one person was asking me, he said, you know, I I think I'm just going to kind of, you know, sit back for a while. I'm just getting kind of tired. My wallet is, uh, is being depleted of of cash. And yeah, I just don't really know where to go from here. I said, well, you know, just keep in mind, you don't have to buy everything. That's not what this hobby is really about. And, And it's not even possible to do that nowadays. There's just way too much stuff. So just, you know, just sit back and just really pick up what you really love.
0: Well, you're when we talk about getting off the treadmill, we're not talking about getting off the selling treadmill. We're talking about getting off the buying treadmill. And are you mainly talking about the buying of the new products? Because we had a break there for three or four months with COVID or two two or three months. And now products are now streaming out. Are you mainly talking about the new product pipeline? Or are you just talking about being a, an intense collector that needs to catch their breath?
1: So, I think both, but really, I kind of lean more toward the new stuff at the end of my super collecting quote unquote career uh, that I ended a couple of years ago i I just found it kind of strange myself that I was collecting whatever they were putting out in the next month or next week, and, and there's a lot of stuff coming and it's not a bad thing that they're making so much stuff. It's it's great. It just depends on your perspective. If you look at this as a, I got to have it all situation, it could be terrible. It could be almost devastating for a lot of people out there. But if you look at it as a, hey, there's a lot of stuff for me to pick and choose from, then it's just the greatest thing ever.
0: Do you think, so in that sense, the LeBron James $1.845 million card from a, a short while back, basically, does that work for or against what we're talking about? Does it does it give people a splash of ice water to say, you know, I really, really, again, for the, the, the 99.999% of the people, I really can't have it all. I certainly can't have all the LeBron Jameses. I can't have all the Michael Jordans. And those are two of the, I mean, they're the two main competitors for GOAT in basketball. But does that, does that help then that people can moderate because they realized it's, I won't be able to have it all? Yeah. So
1: I'm, I'm a, a big preacher of setting your own boundaries. So maybe for LeBron James, that means that you want everything that's, you know, serial number greater than a hundred. That's uh, that's just a base or something, you know? So, but that's one thing I tell a lot of people is look, it doesn't matter how, how much money you have, how much time you put into it. It's literally impossible to have everything. So you might as well not try because it's really just a losing battle.
0: Well, it's, it, it might be, but again, if you, uh, that's one of the appeals of the, 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 the breakers is that when you participate in a break, you might get something really spectacular. And it might be, but it might, I just, I don't want to be, I guess I am being a little bit facetious about this, but some, we're now in the, in the level of certain cards are equal to uh, buying another, a, a nice car or a nice house. And I won't say it's, they're not worth killing for or dying for, but when you're talking about that much money, you actually can become a target. And so what you're suggesting is actually a safer way to approach collecting is that I'm only going to, I'm not going to buy cards that, that are, that are, worth more than a thousand bucks each or something like that, which is still an outrageous amount of money for a piece of cardboard. Is that what you're saying? Or are you just saying, is it more of the hunt and the scarcity?
1: Well, everybody has, I think everybody should have their own way of collecting. You know, we shouldn't listen to other people on how to collect because uh, there are people for uh, Kinseko, for example, he played on seven teams and that you can have somebody that says, I only collect the Yankees cards of his or I only collect Ranger's cards of his, or A's, but only during the playing career of his. I think those are very healthy ways uh, to collect instead of, oh, I just got to get every one of one. If, if you if you have the financial means to do so, sure, go ahead, but time is the other part of it. It's going to take you a tremendous amount of time and effort to, you know, to track everything down, and again, still probably impossible with the number of cards that they're coming out with these days. Well,
0: you know, again, I'm, I'm the math geek. Uh, is it probably impossible or practically or, or really impossible. I, I'm just wondering if you had unlimited checkbook, you're a multi billionaire and you want to buy up all the Jose Conseco cards. It's I'm just wondering, you know, it's I do not I don't I'm not even sure what it would take, but the problem is they're not all for sale. Yes. Yeah, so when you all look at back- it
1: really, I think it's impossible. It's practically impossible, I think. I agree. I agree. And I, I know this firsthand as well. There's there's a handful of cards I've never seen before in my life from the 80s and 90s. I'll give you... I mean, this is and on... We're not,
0: and we're not even talking about one of ones No, 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 no. This I'm is... A, saying, but it, So it sounds like it's achievable, but with all the publicity in the industry, you're still not seeing certain cards that you know exist.
1: Yep. There's a handful of them. There's a handful of them from the 90s even I've never seen. This is for camera. Only you can see it, but this is a 1988 Mercury San Jose news card. I didn't even know this existed. You know, until a few months ago. <laughs> you know, there's cards like that. They're out there.
0: Yeah, I and again, I don't know that I mean if there, it was in the newspaper, it was, you know, that's that's yeah, I, I just think people don't have a so so what we're saying, I think, is that the educational aspect, once you learn about the hobby and the breadth and the depth of it, that should help you to moderate or to regulate it, self regulate your collecting to where it's not pedal to the metal for the rest of your life, which is a recipe for burnout. Because you, you really, if, if your happiness is in getting all the cards, you're going to be frustrated because it's, like I said, it's not even based on value per se. It, it, it's largely based on value, but that card is not going to be a an expensive card as much as it's going to be a rare card or hard card to get. And if there was bidding on it, I'm sure it would go up, but...
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I think a lot of people, what really all collectors in general, I think what they really need to realize is it's not necessarily just about the destination. It's about the journey and finding that special card and, and being able to sit there in the moment and just enjoy finding something. You know, that's, that's, I think where the most joy comes from.
0: Well okay but treadmills uh, I don't uh, get on the treadmill to get to a destination because I find I'm not making any I'm walking in place as my <laughs> treadmill keeps going and I don't do one of the apps or the things where they show you this beautiful scenery as you're walking up the hill or running down the valley. So basically with the treadmill you're basically on a treadmill and it's therapeutic you're getting some cardio some shape it's it's going to improve the rest of your quality of life and that's where collecting needs to be not that you're training for uh, an ironman or an ultra thing like that as much as you want to be healthy, you want to be fit and having a hobby that is, is not consuming you, but you are enjoying it. Otherwise, I think what you're saying is you have to get off the treadmill for a while. and yeah, to yeah. get off the treadmill than to, than, to, than to dive a heart attack on the treadmill or, or <laughs> the equivalent of that, run out of money or go deep into debt. Like I said, people, when they talk about being on the treadmill, it's not about, I just can't help myself. I got to keep selling cards. No, they're not selling in most cases, they're buying. That's the addiction. It's I'm not addicted to selling cards. I'm addicted to buying cards. Right. But how did you do it? You you actually stepped off the treadmill uh, more than once. I mean, you kind of had a cessation in the nineties, but that's different. We're talking about the intensity of where you were a few years ago, which you've mentioned in your book.
1: Yeah, you know, I it really got to be a very strange way of collecting that. I was just picking up cards that were being you know, produced the week before. There's a story that keeps coming back in my mind over and over again. When I was about seven or eight years old, some uh, family friends took me up into the mountains. We saw a river and there were just a bunch of beautiful scenery. There were a bunch of nice colored stones everywhere. And I remember just thinking, man, this is fun just picking up the rocks I like. I didn't I didn't make it a mission to get all of the green ones or all the rocks in the rivers. I just enjoyed, you know, wading through the river and picking up some uh, rocks that, really, that I really liked what they look like. I think that's kind of where we probably need to get back to as a hobby, just enjoy it.
0: But don't you think people? I mean, there's a we always talk about that there might be a collecting gene, but there's also a collecting. If there is a collecting gene, there's some of the people that get that collecting gene get some compulsivity, you know, related to that. That we want to have a complete set, which sounds uh, reasonable until you realize it's some of these sets. There's some intentionally short-printed cards, which has been done for a hundred years. So the the psychology of wanting to get a complete set or wanting to get every card has has been around since cards have been around. But so moderating that. Okay, So are you saying that, like we said, is it, it you're suggesting that sometimes it's better to get off the treadmill as opposed to slowing down the rate of speed or incline on the treadmill? Just to cold turkey take a break or or to go slower?
1: I think it's really kind of different for everybody. It really depends on where you want to be. I'm not suggesting that um, completing a set or a rainbow is a bad thing. I'm saying it's probably can be a negative thing if you're trying to complete all of the sets or get all of the rainbows. I think having a goal in mind is is outstanding and, and it really, frankly, is is what drives a lot of people in this hobby to continue forward, um, which is a good thing. So for some people, that means get off the treadmill if they're trying to get everything and just take a breather, especially if they're bored. There should be no compulsion outside of enjoyment to continue on collecting. If there is just boredom, yeah, you maybe stop completely. But if there isn't, and you just need to slow down, then yeah, just slow down.
0: When you've had people look at your Conseco uh, Super Collection over the years, at what point do your friends or family glaze over? Are they able to look at more than 100 really interesting, valuable, rare, conseco cards before they want to get off the treadmill they want to take a break or can they look at at your whole collection with great interest over the course of a weekend yeah well where, where does it stop for them because in other words we're on this treadmill we're trying to complete this stuff but for you the casual collector or the non-collector we had them at the after you had a you know, handful of cards that were like you've shown on your twitter account there's some really beautiful cards well, you know, it's funny.
1: There's not really uh, that many friends or family members uh, that know much about my collecting. It's really just the online community. But I do remember I had a mechanic come over a number of years ago. I was telling him about my Kinseiko collection. He goes, I remember Kinseiko, I like him. And I'd love to see some of your cards. So I pulled out this box. I'm so excited to show him the six dollars Highlights White Letter, the one of ones. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me the rated rookie. That's
0: and what I I'm, I'm saying. Right. And oh. he wouldn't care whether it was, you know, a Black Label 10 from BGS or RAW. No, it didn't matter. You know, hey, take a look at this aqueous. No, it didn't matter. <laughs> You're trying to figure out who are you trying to impress or who are you collecting for? And, and you could say it's for myself or it's for me and, and my friends who, who can really appreciate it because, you know, the values of the cards now are so extreme that you can't, you know, it's just hard to explain that to somebody that's not in the organized hobby.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a very, very good point. Who are you collecting for? I think when we've added this online element for collecting, there's a lot of people that buy, I think, to impress other collectors. When you start picking up cards to impress other people and not yourself, maybe it's a good time to you know cut back a little bit.
0: Well, it depends on how important it is to you. I mean, if it's to impress them or it's to dominate them or to make mm-hmm. them have nightmares that they don't have what you have or to be jealous or something. Now, I'm being, again, a little bit facetious here, but it's there's a competitive element that's good and then there's a competitive element that can become cutthroat and can get in the way of the rest of your life. Because like you said, the, n- nothing wrong with the card companies, but they're putting out product in order to sell it. And the breakers are, are is, is, breaking culture has, has put an opportunity for some of these cards, you know, with a lottery kind of aspect, the chance to get some really valuable cards without spending the, the gigantic bucks it would take to, to, to buy a, even a box in some cases, certainly a case. But you know, from some of the cards you really fell in love with from the the mid late '90s, you know they were they were one per case, mm. some of those, or 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 even or even less. So, well, Tanner, that's that's I think enough for today talking about the getting off the treadmill. We're not saying that everybody needs to do that, but some people need to do that. And maybe it's taking a break, maybe it's turning turning down the speed. But there are things that are more important than, than card collecting. So I think. It's like I've mentioned that if the hobby's a balloon, it's sure getting pretty full, and it'd be better to let a little air out or get off the treadmill for a little while than to than to crash or or pop. So that's it for today. Thanks, Tanner. Be back again tomorrow with another episode. The man-